Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Top 10 rankings of NFL teams at the end of the season started this huge thread of people just from disagreeing with me, hating on my top 10 list to pretty much trashing each other's teams. <laughs> it's pretty epic. But anyway, in the search window, just type the Clown Times. Again, it's Clown Spoiler K. You'll be able to find me there. Join it on the fun, blah, blah, blah. At any rate, um, with, you know, like you're given that this weekend is the 2016 NFL Wild Card Weekend, and with lots of storylines abound, everything, lots of juicy matchups and such. I'm joined by my main man, y'all know him from the slash HBCU Sports as well as Sleazy Radio Podcast, Dwayne Nash. Welcome, my brother. It's been a, a little long time, but not too long. How are you doing? First and foremost, Merry New Year. <laughs> I know, right? You know, I, Merry. I, I, I had to get it out of the yeah. way. Of course. Right. Um, you know, one of my favorite all-time Christmas slash New Year's movies, uh, Trading Places. Yes. Uh, I always yes. have to watch Merry it New once Year. a year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, you're right. that's Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Billy Ray Valentine. But you're right. It's been a while, and and you picked a great time. And, and like you said, your your top ten I disagree with you, but I don't have any beef. Of course, <laughs> of course you do. You know, I don't. I don't have any. I'm not. I'm not angry by it. I don't. I don't see anything egregious with it. Dude, you know, how about the anger and vitriol aimed at yours truly about the top ten list? I mean, it's been epic, man. It's been like a huge thread that spawned. I'm going to pin it, pin it to the top of my Facebook page just to, just for all to see. It's just been crazy, man. Hey, <laughs> it's people get insane. People get insane about their sports, and then it makes it even worse when it comes to polling. Because my thing is, this, right. this, is, this is always been my, my theory on, on polling, unless you do something completely egregious, in my personal opinion. Polls are basically how a person 
how an individual sees something, right? Right. Now, right. If, if you just do something that's completely insane in terms of your sight, I'm going to have to question what it is that you see and ask you why you're seeing it that way. Then, then we may have to have some words that way. But other than that, eh, your top ten, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a seeable top ten. Now maybe the order, maybe a couple of teams up a little bit higher, maybe a little bit lower. Other than that, eh, it's a respectable top ten. I, I can't I, I can't hold anyone hostage because of your top ten. That's just a thing. Well, let, well, let me ask you just just you know just for laughs. Uh, which part of the top ten did you disagree with? Well, the one thing, and this is ba- this isn't based on whether or not I think. Normally, when I do my actually, I, I do a weekly ranking of all thirty-two teams. Gotcha. And what I do is I do it on a point system, and okay. then from there I may do a little finagling based on um, eye test. But my point system is is something that um has been relatively decent in, in, in my personal opinion. It's been kind of coach, and it's a reflection of how that team is playing that week. Not necessarily whether or not I think a team can beat a specific team unless these teams have already played. And that's where I give a little bit of consideration of who should be higher than someone else. With that said, and God, there's no one word would have gotten me to say this September, but the way that my Redskins are playing right now, mm-hmm. I think that they're a top ten team. Yeah, and that's just based on. Well, I'm not complaining. That's 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 <laughs> maybe maybe nine, but outside of that, eh, you know, you know, right. I, I I think God, didn't you have your the, the Patriots in your top ten as well? I have them at number five, basically yeah, on the strength was, of losing, like didn't look losing four of his last six games and. Um, they lost the way they lost to Miami. They got beat down by Miami to the point where they, they did. Well, Bill Belichick check said, "Screw this, man. We're going to take Brady out of the game. <laughs> Screw home field. <laughs> We're going to get him the hell out of there because the, the, the like uh, the Dublin and Company just beat him up. Just beat him yeah. up. Yeah, and, and 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 they're not healthy, so they they they're stumbling into the playoffs. But we'll see. We'll see what goes oh, that's on. That's because I had them outside of my top ten, but that's only mm. based on how they're that's only based on how they're playing right now, not how I think right. they're going to play in the playoffs, not how they played as a whole year, but just basically how they're playing right now. And of course, injuries are a huge part of it. But when you take a loss to a team like the Miami Dolphins, who have been within my my bottom eighth of the league for like the past couple of weeks. I was like, "Come on, mm-hmm. brother. Sorry, I'm sorry. You, you guys gotta, you, you gotta come out of that top ten, which is interesting because I've had the Patriots in my top three for the bulk of the season, even in in, in the preseason when everyone had them out of the top five because they thought Tom Brady wouldn't play. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, let's not act like Bill Belichick has not done well with a Tom Brady on his team before, so." You know, I'm 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 one of those guys who 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 respects the Patriots for what it is that they do. But yeah, these these last couple of weeks, losing four of the last six made me um, question what it is they've been doing. But it, once again, it's it's Belichick being Belichick, trying to be smarter than everyone, and also this team uh, playing hurt as well. 
Yeah, I, I got you on that. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting to see how these teams fare in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Let, let, speaking of which, let's 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 talk about the teams that we think are on the complete roll. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm looking at Seattle and Pittsburgh right now. Now, if, if Pittsburgh had had the had D'Angelo Williams healthy, and, and by the way, he's going to be out. He's ruled out for this for tomorrow's game against the Bengals, which is pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. Given that the the running games will be in the hands of an untested rookie named whose last name is Toussaint, you know you think he's a Haitian hero by Toussaint, but at any rate, um, you know I, I think Seattle is probably the most dangerous team right now because they're airing it out, and now they're getting mm-hmm. like beast mode, and they'll be able to do. They've discovered the pass game now. They're going to go back to the route, the ground and pound, and mix it up a little bit. And Russell Wilson's been balling out of his mind. Right now, I, I might got my eye on those camps. And if I were the Carolina Panthers, I wouldn't want to face those guys again. So, you know what the funny thing is? The fifth seed. Yep. Exactly. The, the funny thing is this. And you're a member of this group. I've been having an interesting debate with a couple of people in, in, in the group that we're, you know, mutually members of. Um, right. Where we've been debating the, MP, the, the, the MVP, who should be the MVP. Now, right. Something I've been I've been saying is I truly believe that Cam will get the MVP. Me too. But not because of all of this analytics that everyone wants to throw out. It's going to be very simple. It's the same thing with Derrick Henry and why he won the Heisman Trophy. Numbers, 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 and simple numbers at that. Basically, the uh-huh. production that he's been putting up, he has 45 total touchdowns. Um, the team is 15-1. Duh. Mm-hmm. We all know that the MVP is a team award. And they normally give it to the best player on the best team or the team that has the right. best record. So it's going to camp. We know this. But to say that there shouldn't be a discussion on whether or not someone should be competing against camp for this MVP award is laughable. And, and you're mm-hmm. right. One of the teams and one of the players who I believe is, is hot enough to compete <laughs> with camp for the MVP is Russell Wilson. It's easy. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, Kansas City has the, the longest win streak, and we'll talk about them a little bit later. But when you're talking about right. teams that, that, that have been playing extremely well against great competition, it's two teams uh, in, in the recent weeks, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers and that's the Seattle Seahawks. And for anyone, and there's a lot of Carolina Panther fans that I know who aren't afraid of the Seattle Seahawks, they're welcoming them in to Carolina. They're praying for them to come into Carolina. I guess to prove a point, but my thing is this. They're seeming to forget what happened in week six in Seattle, which is a hard place to play, even though that team was at the time two and three. They were down 13 points to Seattle out in Seattle when they came from behind to beat them. I don't think they can fall down that deep to this Seattle Seahawks squad and come from behind and right. beat them, even in Carolina. Right. And, and I know I'm jumping the gun. And basically making my pick right now for the Seattle-Minnesota game. <laughs> but with that said, for anyone, matter of fact, let me go ahead and, and, and still on the same tangent kind of, all of the foolish Redskins fans who have been calling for the Seattle Seahawks and a couple of the Redskins players who have been calling for the Seattle Seahawks to come to D.C., stop it. Stop it. I understand you're mm. upset. I understand they bounced us from the playoffs last three times, and we've been in the playoffs. Stop it. You do not want this freight train. 
even with a hurt Marshawn Lynch, you do not want this team coming into FedEx and embarrassing us on TV. Stop it. Yeah. Let us deal with Green Bay. Be happy that we got Green Bay and move on. But anyone who wants <laughs> Seattle moving. right now, yes, anyone who's, who's crying for Seattle right now is insane. Right. I feel you on that. I totally feel you on that. Because that's why I wouldn't, if I were Minnesota, would get to them momentarily. I definitely want to see them because last time Minnesota had Seattle in Minnesota, they got the asses kicked. And, yes. you know, and it's a high possibility that they may that that may happen again. So with that in mind, we might as well get into the games now. Do you see any upsets this weekend in this wild card round? Wow, um, what do you consider to be an upset? That's a good that's a good ass question um, because if hell if you look at the games like I think Kansas City is favored over Houston at Houston, Pittsburgh uh-huh. favored over Cincy and Cincy, Seattle is mm-hmm. favored over Minnesota at Minnesota. Washington. Mm-hmm. I think actually Green Bay is favored now over Washington. First of all, yeah, first, that's all Green Bay is now. Yeah, that's that's all Green Bay so is now a, a one point favorite. So basically, all four road teams are favored. How about that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that in mind, shoot, I guess what will come closest to an upset is Washington beating Green Bay. Hmm. Well, actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. Is Minnesota beating Seattle? Actually. Not as much that would be, God, in, in my personal opinion, that would be the biggest upset. Right. Um, like, Cincinnati has beaten Pittsburgh and beaten them in the past, but we know Cincinnati's right. history in the playoffs. Um, God, Washington is playing better than Green Bay, and they're playing at home. So I don't know if I would necessarily call that an upset if they were to beat them. Sure. God, Kansas City's won 10 straight, but yep. everybody's Houston sleeping no on offense. Houston. Exactly. With no offense. And same thing with Houston. Houston really doesn't have an offense either, but everybody's been sleeping on how well Houston's defense has been playing for, like, That's especially true. the latter half of the year. So I don't know if that would technically be an upset because they're playing at home too. But, yeah, like you said, if Minnesota was to beat Seattle, especially with the thrashing that Seattle put on them earlier in yes. the year, that would be the hugest upset. They beat the hell out of they beat, Seattle beat the hell out of Minnesota. Beat them <laughs> of Beat them down. Beat them yes. down. And and the thing is, is I think I think it doesn't matter that it's gonna be nineteen degrees below zero wind chill factor, which is Probably the biggest reason why I'm going to be tuning into that game is to see the conditions. Our players are going to respond to those conditions. I still think Seattle, who, which is, by the way, is not necessarily West Palm Beach, by the way, will still roll in there and take care of business. But getting mm-hmm. back to Houston, how they've been playing, um, trying to pull up the stats here. Like This is probably the first year on defense that um, that J.J. Watt is not the only double-digit sack holder. I think that mm. there's another cat on the defensive line. I'm trying to pull his, pull him up right quick. Um, uh, is it is it, is it Mer, is it Mer, uh, Marcellus? Whitney Marcellus? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Um, Marcellus, I think. Yeah. Or Merculus, or Merciless, Marcellus. 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 Um, yeah, Marcellus. He has 12 sacks. Wow. He's been balling. He's been balling. Yeah, he – 
I mean, I mean, they're all coming from the from, from the defensive line. JJ Watt, the defensive end, seventeen and a half sacks. Stud. We all know that about him. But Marcellus has twelve sacks. He's a defensive tackle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he, even Jadavion Clowney decided to show up for the party. Actually, I take that back. Uh, Marcellus is a linebacker. But even 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 um, Clowney has four four and a half sacks this year, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. he's been a little productive. Uh, should be more given his draft status, but still he's been productive given his lack of health. And exactly. I think this will be a better game. May not be as exciting because both teams defensively, talking about the Chiefs as well, both teams defensively are, are right up there. They, they are, they're, they're stacked. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a low-scoring game. But since we're talking about the games now, I might as well start picking them. Um, <laughs> I, I, do like the, I do like the Chiefs in this game. Because of more consistent on offense, I think that if DeAndre Hopkins from Houston had a had a had a had a had a uh, above average quarterback and above average quarterback, he would his numbers would be even more astronomical. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that Hopkins is balling out the way he is of zero quarterback play has been astonishing into his onto itself. But uh, I, I think that the Chiefs will win a close one on the road, and I don't think. I think the first one, the 20 wins. I think Chiefs 20, Houston 14. Mm. You know, I find it very interesting, and, and this is basically totally based on yardage or sure. yardage given up. Uh, statistically, Houston is better than Kansas City in terms of yardage, given up uh-huh. and gained. Um, but the thing is, Kansas City should score points defensively. Matter of fact, they're the number one team defensively in terms of scoring points. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone likes to talk about the, the last ten wins for Kansas City because, of course, it's phenomenal. But God, look at the uh, at that ten. Now Pittsburgh, I'll give them credit. Pittsburgh's playoff team, but then you, but then you got Detroit, then you got uh, the Broncos, of course, another playoff team. Then you got Chargers, Bills, Oakland, Chargers, Ravens, Cleveland. Oakland. Uh-huh. But you got a ton of division play uh, games in there, so sometimes you expect somebody to lose to a divisional foe. But Andy Reid, fantastic coach. Um, and the fact that they've been doing this without Jamal Charles has been impressive as well. Um, and, and I'm like you, it's going to be a low-scoring game because even though the, these teams, I shouldn't say a low-scoring game, it's going to be first and twenty wins. And I think Kansas City is going to be that first to 20. I just, I'm concerned. I'm more concerned about Houston's offense. I don't trust that offense. Who's starting at QB? Is it going to be Brian Hoyer? Right. Right. You know, yeah, I think Brian, Hoyer's going to start. Brian Hoyer's going to start. Hoyer's going exactly. To start. So, eh, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by Alpha Blue. Um, yeah, this this team just, um, it, it's, it's, God, as great as that defense is, I, I hate to see this this team fall out of favor or fall out of the playoffs because of how bad the offense is going to play. So, like with you, uh, I got Kansas City winning this game too. I got them winning actually twenty one to uh, thirteen. All right, now moving on to the other AFC games. Um, it's it's fun and hard at the same time to pick a rivalry game in the playoffs. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, both teams now has a rivalry that's now Baltimore Ravens. If you will, yes. Like, 
with the with the Steelers and, and Ravens, there's a respect factor there. They still don't like each other, but there's a respect mm-hmm. factor always has been because both teams, as Wayne Lewis once put it, play football the way it's meant to be played, and they respect that about each other. The mirror images mm-hmm. of each other. Cincinnati just can't stand Pittsburgh. They've always hated. They always hated hated Steelers. The Steelers. It's just that the Steelers just now are caring about the Bengals, <laughs> and you know, and, and you know, and, and you know if I, and you know that I live here in Cincinnati rather, and that people here, you think the Browns would be hated on? It's it's Pittsburgh that's hated on the most here by by far. It's not even close. And, wow. and yeah, they they really hate the Steelers. Here. They they really do. And I mean, I can, and I can see fact, why. Yeah, I mean, because I can see why because they're the team that's winning. Right, and they've owned them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's two reasons they've they've been winning and they've owned them. And now the Bengals have been competitive for the last five seasons. Um, and I was I had a trend up, but I almost lost it. But oh yeah, there are a lot of Steelers fans that live here. A whole lot of them. And yeah, I can see that. It, and they sell out. The only two two times the Bengals sell out the home games are when the Steelers and the Browns come to town. Because a lot of fans of both squads that live here, it's, it's, okay. it's, that's the only time to sell out. But I still have to say this. I think Cincinnati is getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. They've got Pittsburgh's attention. They're not backing down. This is a cheap shot game. They both really, really, really hate each other now. There's no respect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the people that will determine the outcome of this game or help determine the outcome of this game is the refs. Is or the, is the officiating? Mm-hmm. Will they get this under control, and will they be ticky tack about things, or will they just let them play? And I'll tell you what: if we, if we had D'Angelo Williams going for us this this weekend, I'd pick us in the heartbeat. It wouldn't matter who the quarterback is was for Cincinnati. However, I see this being almost a repeat of last year's wild card game with the Ravens. We have no running back whatsoever <laughs> because mm-hmm. DeAndre Williams will not be playing. Of course, Le'Veon Bell is out. And now we got this cat named Fitzgerald Toussaint who has gained 42 yards on 18 carries mm-hmm. <laughs> for the season. He's out of Michigan. He played, for, he played for, for, for Big Blue, so he has big game experience, but he's only in the second season. He's, and, he, and, he was, and he was with the, the uh, Ravens last year. And he didn't play that much with the Ravens last year. God bless him. <laughs> so that makes the Steelers one-dimensional, and as a result of that, if 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 if, if, um, if McCarron plays for the starts for the Bengals, I think Cincinnati wins. If oh. if, if if what's his name comes back, if if Andy Dalton comes back, I think Pittsburgh will have a shot because I think that Pittsburgh is in Dalton's head, and I think that Dalton has this thing about. It's chipping the shot about not winning a playoff game. Mucky on his background about not winning a playoff game. What are your thoughts? And, and by the way, I think it's going to be both. In that, in that event, no matter who starts the quarterback for the for the Bengals, I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be Cincinnati thirty uh, and Pittsburgh twenty seven. Interesting. Um, well, first and foremost, here's, here's a nugget for you. Um, the average ticket price for this game yes. is the cheapest. Out of all of the wild card games, go figure. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, they 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 showed that that um, in the area. I think it was yesterday on the news because, of course, a Wednesday because, of course, 
um, the tickets that, that were available um, here sold out, of course. So they showed all the mm-hmm. ticket prices, the average ticket prices. And, and the one for this game was the cheapest one, which I'm thinking would be the better of the four games, but it is what it is. Um, I'm like you, Fitzgerald uh, Toussaint, who are you? You know, I thought you were probably the dude that helped out uh, LaFont design Washington, D.C. That's for D.C. history nuts. That probably will get there. Okay. I know it's a probably poor one, but that's all right. Um, and you're right. This team is going to be extremely one-dimensional. And the fact that this team is going to be one-dimensional in Cincinnati historically is capable of stopping that dimension makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, right. I think – I can't remember exactly how many picks uh, – uh, 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 ben Roethlisberger has this season, but three of them are to Leon Hall. That's right. Um, another thing, historically, Antonio Brown has his, has has problems with Cincinnati. In his 11 games against Cincinnati, he averages about six catches a game for about 80 yards, but only has four touchdowns in the, those 11 meetings. So they have a way mm. of controlling this dude, but, which is kind of hard to say. Which is why I found it interesting that uh, Ben called out uh, Montavious Bryant earlier this week, saying that he needs to step it up. Which is right. absolutely correct; he needs to step it up because he knows that Antonio, excuse me, has struggled historically against Cincinnati. This is probably the right. best Cincinnati Bengals team that we've seen in years. <clears throat> yes. Oh yeah, no doubt. No been, doubt. They're far better on paper. Exactly. Have we? Have we? Had this team played against anybody else, I would have easily picked Cincinnati. But two reasons why I won't. Well, actually, one reason why I won't. Okay. Primetime game. Mm, this team that's right. plays horrible at primetime. Add that into the fact it's A.J. McCarron's. He's had some okay games, but I don't know how much I trust him. The defense, the defense is going to show up, but for whatever reason, I, I I feel as though that Pittsburgh's defense is going to make a couple of plays and that with short yard situations, Ben is going to be able to succeed. I got Pittsburgh winning this game, actually, 30-20. to 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 you made a good point about the primetime thing. It's, it's, it's just that, and you might be me, maybe, and that very well, Happen because again, Pittsburgh is in Cincinnati's head, and mm-hmm. you know it's like, it's one of those things. It's, you can't really call it. It's just like the Ravens; they own Pittsburgh now. I mean, there's no damn reason why Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers would lose to the immortal Ryan Mallet in the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, it's like you know, it's, it's, there's no rhyme or reason. Things just happen. You know, teams just own other teams. Cincinnati owns Cleveland. Did they get everybody? Especially Cleveland, so that's the bad example. Exactly, especially when it's a division team. You know, so uh, yeah. in situations like that, I, I don't think twice about it. I just know that divisional teams play well against one another, regardless of what the record is. Um, I, 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 the reason why, of course, Cleveland is in, or Pittsburgh is in uh, Cincinnati's head is because of the fact that not only have they been beating them, well, actually, they haven't really been beating them. It, it's been rather even in terms of regular season play, but um, – Pittsburgh has been capable of, of winning two bowls within the past 10 or 15 years. Cincinnati came mm-hmm. off their first uh, playoff game, so that's why it's in their heads. And I think Pittsburgh yeah. just constantly reminds them that that's the case. 
So until they're capable of doing it, I think they'll stay in their heads and they won't they won't do it this year. So, well, I'll, 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 I'm just thinking of these stats on the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. The last one, two, three, four. The last, I'm sorry, one, one, two, three, four, five. The last five meetings between these two teams, Pittsburgh uh-huh. has won four of the last five. Wow. Meetings. You know, be like between now. Historically, they're even if you look at the records. Historically, oh. but the last five or so meetings, Pittsburgh's had up a hand. So we'll see what comes out tomorrow. Now this should be a very, very entertaining game. I love Robert again, especially especially in the playoffs. So moving exactly. to the NFC, we will, let's talk about your skins for a minute. Um, they look good. I know that. <laughs> You never thought in a million years you hear yourself or anyone else say that those words about your skins at the beginning. Of, this was the beginning of the season, or the or the preseason for like for that matter. Your guys are looking good, and hold on to your hat, bro. And I'm sure you're sitting down right now. But Kirk yeah. Cousins is looking like a stud. I mean, he sees his completion rate high. He's throwing for the most yards. I think almost for the most yards in team history. Let me just. Check on that right quick. Yeah, it's it's the most yards in, in team history for a single season, yes. 4,166 yards, exactly. And mm-hmm. 29 touchdowns to just 11 interceptions. He's completed almost 70% of his passes. Mm-hmm. He's balling. He is yes. balling. This dude is balling right now, and he's, it, it, which is good for him because it's a contract year for him. Oh, and um, so he's about to get paid. Um, yeah. And, you know, you got a good receiving core. Jordan Reed's a stud at tight end. Pierre Garçon's mm-hmm. played well. Deshaun mm-hmm. Jackson is healthy. So that's the deep threat that they desperately needed. And, exactly. And, you know, defensively, they're not bad. They're not spectacular, but they're not bad. Um, mm-hmm. And Green Bay is not looking all that great. They got to go on the road. They got a beat-up offensive line. Uh uh, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers getting his ass kicked in the pocket. Uh, mm-hmm. You know he's getting battered around. I mean, look at the Minnesota game. He was being a, he's being up like like a rag doll. And yeah. at home, at home, and to the point where and how weird is this for the Packers? They have lost every home game to in the, to a division opponent this year. Insane. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Insane. That is crazy. And, and speaking of sacks. Aaron Rodgers has been sat 47 times. That's a whole lot. This that's is. a whole lot over season. So that's that's I, Houston Texans esque. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, they're just getting pummeled. Oh. So I'm looking at this game. Okay, Washington's at home. They have, mm-hmm. and even the Washington's at home, they have nothing to lose because a Green Bay is favored for some reason, and b they're not the ones who are struggling. Oh, it's the Packers that are struggling. <laughs> And for and the strength of that, I think the the Redskins will win this game. It'll be kinda uh kinda low score, but not really. I I, I like I like them twenty four to twenty over Green Bay. Hmm. Now, I can give you a couple of reasons why Green Bay is favored in this game. First and foremost, okay. Aaron Rodgers. Right. Regardless of how this dude has looked this year. I mean, he's put up good numbers, you know. He put up 3,800 yards this year, 32 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Respectable numbers. But 
with that said, he does get hit a lot. Even with the sacks, he's still getting pressured a lot, and that O-line is not blocking for him. The receivers are not catching mm-hmm. balls for him. Who knew that the loss of Jordy Nelson would be this big for this team? I, I had no idea. I know. I didn't you know. I did not. And, and then the other reason why Green Bay is favored, they've done it before. This is the same team that should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. That That's you know, right. For a couple of plays here and there, they would have been in the big game, but, of course, they, they ended up giving up that big lead to Seattle and Seattle and losing it. But, you know, they, they, like I said before, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. They're still the Green Bay Packers. They still have recent history. That's why everyone is still kind of sort of leaning on Green Bay. Compound that with the fact of this, right? Everyone likes to throw out the fact that, quote, unquote, Washington hasn't played anybody. Sure. Half of the league has sub-500 records. So everybody hasn't played anybody. I would say some of the teams with the tougher schedules that no one likes to talk about, Pittsburgh and Seattle, like I said before, no one likes to talk about that. No one likes to talk about the fact that Carolina has had the easiest schedule in the NFL. No one likes to talk about that. No one likes mm. to talk about the fact that, you know, everyone likes to talk about how bad the NFC East is. No one's saying anything about how bad the, the AFC South is, but we traditionally do that anyway. But record-wise, they're worse than the NFC East. That's why everybody's harping on Green Bay as favorites in this one. But like you said, Kirk Cousins, he's been capable of spreading the ball around. He has a lot of weapons um, in the receiving core. The addition of uh, Corey Lickensteiger at guard coming back should potentially help out that run game, which is a weakness of Green Bay. So if they can run on Green Bay, and also no Sam Shields for Green Bay as well, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for Washington to, to win this game and probably win this game handily. I was thinking 24-20, but talking myself up on this one, now I got myself all hyped. I'm going 24-13, Washington. 24-13. Wow. wow. I got you. I feel on that. So I got one more thing to ask you about that. Oh, go ahead. I got one more thing to ask you about that game. You uh-huh. like that? You like that, man? Uh, I find it very interesting because they they were just, I was just um, listening to them talk about this on the area sports radio on whether or not you're tired of hearing you'd like that just yet. (laughs) The thing is this, I'm still borderline on it, but I find it fantastic that it's galvanized this team. Oddly enough, defensive tackle and half of the love, Chris Baker says it more than anybody else. Which is uh, hilarious. That's right. Yeah, it comes on camera and that was just funny as hell. Yeah, it's, it, that. you know, it's, that's that's how big swag you do. He loves to have fun. I'm just glad that it's galvanized this team, and and and, and it's, it's gotten this team loose. And that's why I I really like this this team to, to beat Green Bay on on Sunday. Now moving on to the last wild card game of this weekend, Seattle and Minnesota. Um. Uh-huh. Again, I'm fascinated by the fact that they have this, this game time temperatures before it says to be 19 degrees below zero wind chill, which is ice bowl esque. Okay, not exactly the ice bowl, but pretty damn close. <laughs> pretty exactly. damn close to being the ice bowl. And you know, 
outdoor football in Minnesota in January. That's what true home field advantage is all about. I, I mean, I, I'm glad that the Vikings get a new stadium stay in Minnesota, but make it outdoor, man. Don't be indoor. Be no indoor team crap. I mean, I don't want to see those, that softness going in. Be a man. Yeah. Play outdoors. Football's they went to the Super Bowl. Game. I'm sorry? That's all it is. They, they went to the Super Bowl, and I think they're going to get it soon. So that's that's why they're doing this. But you're yeah, right. But to, to, to be in a situation to have another outdoor cold weather squad, it's fun. To it's me, fun. At least it's as, the as a viewer. Advantage. Exactly. It's the ultimate home field advantage. It's the ultimate home field yeah. advantage. I mean, look at Green Bay. It's the ultimate home field advantage. I mean, uh-huh. come on. But anyway, anyway, I, I'm digressing big time. The, the fact of the matter is, is that Seattle whipped their asses before in Minnesota in the middle of the year. And, frankly, I think it's going to happen again. I think Seattle's on a roll. I think that even though Thomas Lou Rawls is out for the season, uh, Marshall Lynch will be back. And, you know, he's going to be beast mode. The offensive line is intact. And Russell Wilson is balling out of control right now. And the yeah. defense, as we discovered the swagger, I got this. At, I, this game is going to be another ass whooping, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be – Given that it's going to be horrifically cold, I don't think that would crack 30 this time, but I think it would be 20, something akin to 24 to 10, and maybe even 24 to 7, Seattle. Hmm. I, I completely agree with you. I see this game as a thrashing, and actually just sitting here thinking <laughs> while you were talking, um, my thought process was, how would Minnesota win this game? What would it take for Minnesota right. to win this game? Because, of course, we already know how stout the defense is. We saw what, what right. Minnesota's defense did to AP in the first game. They held them to, what, like 30-something yards that game? Right. It was something ridiculous. Um, but I'm sitting there thinking, if Minnesota could win this game, how could they do it? It would have to be ball control. It would have to be running the ball. One of the things – that um, Minnesota tends to do well, of course, is um, run the ball with AP, who actually, did you, I heard this last night and, and was found this interesting. AP is the only 1,000-yard back in the playoffs this year. Wow, wow. isn't that crazy? Very much so. I mean, most of it, of course, is due to injury. You got um, uh, 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 Marshall Lynch, who was hurt. The Garrett Blunt hurt. Um uh, Eddie Lacy, who's been hurt but also been ineffective in a lot of spots. Um, no Jamal Charles, no uh, Arian Foster. So you've had a ton of backs who just haven't been playing, who would normally be thousand-yard backs not playing this postseason. But with that said, man, if Minnesota's going to yeah. do this, they're going to have to do it on the back of Adrian Peterson and hope that um, – uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater can get them out of third down situations and continue drives and keep Minnesota's offense—not Minnesota, but keep—yeah, uh, keep Minnesota's offense on the field and keep uh, yeah, and keep Russell Wilson off the field. But um, right, another way they can do it, of course, is to stop Seattle's running game. I don't know if it'll necessarily be Marshawn Lynch that'll be the the, the, the factor for running the ball for them. I think it may be uh, Christy Michael. I think it may be him. I know Marshawn's coming back. I don't know how much of 100% he'll be, but I'm not going to sit here and completely doubt beast mode. But what I am going to say is 
He's going to be a no-tender. He'll probably get some reps so he can get ready for the following week, which is what I would probably, if, if I was kind of, I'm not seeing space now, the head coach of Seattle. If if I was um, good old Petey, I would go ahead and, and let him get a couple of reps and, and prepare himself for next week when they make that trip to the East Coast. But, you know, they're going to have to keep Seattle's offense off the, off the, uh, off the field, extend drives, and, and score points. They can't just, you know, uh, have these long drives come away with three or nothing. They're going to have to score touchdowns. But with that said, right. I don't know if this team is capable of doing it. I don't know if this defense is, is capable of, of stopping this hot Seattle offense. I got Seattle winning this one. Um, Thirty to seven as well. I don't, I don't know if Minnesota mm. scores more than seven points in this one. Right, right. Yeah, that's how I see it. Too. It's gonna be an asshole, but it's gonna be another asshole. But one last thing to get y'all on this, brother. Um, uh huh. After the podcast, right after the podcast, if you're available, if you're able to, rather, Google Delta Gamma University of Miami, Delta Gamma Sorority University of Miami. You'll thank me later. I'm writing this down. That's. Delta Gamma. <laughs> Trust me, you'll thank me later. University. Actually, probably thank me in a few minutes. Um, uh, Miami. Mm. Don't check right I'm now. Just seven. check after the podcast, so you won't be overly excited on the phone. But you'll oh wow! Later. Well, Gamma it's like story. that. Then I know I can't watch it when I got you on the phone. Wow! <laughs> exactly. Delta Gamma University of Miami. You'll thank oh, me later. Oh wow! Uh-oh. In advance, and you're welcome in advance. So, on that note, <laughs> thank you very much, bro. <laughs> Enjoy no problem, day. man. No problem at all. Oh, yeah, man. Oof. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, take care. <laughs> you do the same. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, well, outside of that, I'm still excited about Sunday's game, man. I'm I'm striking up the band right now. I'm I've been listening to Hell to the Redskins ever since Thursday, so I'm just overly okay. hyped. Nice. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Peace. Oh, you do the same. All right. That's my man, Dwayne Nash. <laughs> and by the way, to all you guys out there, and some gals too, remember, Google Delta Gamma Sorority, University of Miami. Thank me later. Trust me. But anyway... Now, with that time for way out of the way, thank you for joining me on the podcast. You've been listening to The Clown Hour with Scott Burks. Enjoy your wild card weekend. Two in the National Championship game Monday night. 06, y'all. Peace out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.